Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. It's, it's time for the podcaster who's like, uh, he's got a tickle in his throat, but hopefully it's the kind of tickle in my throat that, uh, well, I guess tickles don't, aren't bedtime, that, metaphor, metaphor, that metaphorically tickles you off to sleep. Uh, it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast and live show that puts you to sleep. Uh, now, now, normally at this part of the, this will be the first time I've done this, but, uh, let's just see if this works. Uh, uh, now, 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 Mr. Bart, a lot of people work very hard on this show. Who, who are they? Mr. Bard. There's a lot of people that work very hard on this show. Who are they? Okay. That didn't, the technology, let's see if I can do it. Uh, Chris Posty Poster from Sounds Like an Earful wrote the theme song and its episodes. Carl W's a legend also edits episodes. Kenny Scotty and Jennifer are honor, honor, honor our work. I am the mystery bard. I do the lullabies, yeah. I do commissions at jonathanman.net. I'll write a song for you. Anything that reason at all, you could tell me a story. I'll make it personal. You see the kind... Oh, Eric and the team at Astounder on the website. I forgot that... As you see, the kindest, shyest, straight on through. The listeners form their own Facebook group. Keith, Julie, Keith, Julie, Je- Julie, Jennifer, uh, so, uh, Laura, are you not a Raiders? There's uh, something else. Oh, we're so proud we could dance to be a part of Night Vale Presents. Now on with the show. Okay, so that's why I don't sing during the regular podcast. Uh, thank you, Mystery Bard. That's that's great. I'm at Dear Scooter on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can listen to Sleep With Me and your smart speakers. Uh, and let's get on with the show. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning? I won't sing the uh, theme song. Mind racing trouble, getting to sleep trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast and live show that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is uh, get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play, or start to feel your chair and, and sink into it and get comfortable. Uh, kind of kick back, maybe let the sounds here and the sounds outside wash uh, the day away. And uh, this is a safe place. We're all here. We're, we're kind of uh, like a, a community of people in, in this moment right now. So, uh, uh, but I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, uh, probably like a circuitous logic. Cause it's like, uh, I said, did I miss part of the, when I do the live shows, I'm like, did I miss part of the, so it's like, uh, uh, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's thoughts, feelings, uh, physical sensations, like changes in weather, like holy mackerel, like uh, last night, uh, it felt like the weather was changing every two hours. And, and it was like, uh, I kept, even in my dreams, I was like, what is going on out there? I could have used something to, t- to take my mind off of that. Uh but whatever's keeping awake, I'm here to help. Uh, and the way I do it is uh, what I, I already said earlier, mainly uh, pointless meanders, superfluous thoughts, uh, you know, because I've been there uh, tossing and turning. 
And a couple other things, if, if you're new, structurally, what to expect. Uh, live show structurally isn't that much different than the, the podcast. I'm going to start out with an intro. Intro takes about four or five minutes to keep going. Then it, it peters out from there. But like where I try to create a metaphor of what the podcast is, it's a, a show within a show. And it's kind of an organic part about the podcast. It, it started when I listened to episodes even in the in the hundreds, uh, the intro is a totally different thing. It kind of grew out of uh, listener feedback and uh, thinking about listener experience and thinking about uh, giving this smooth runway to bedtime. And and, and I said, well, and also it, it, the people that don't like the show, that really irritates them. So I said, well, that's another bonus uh, of making it. Uh, but, but some people like skip the intro. Some people fall asleep during the intro, even at the live show, you might start to fall asleep or you might start to just get comfortable and, and, and and the day might drift away. Uh, there's a lot of people I hear from that listen to the intros during the day at work. If they're having a rough day, uh, there's some people that, you know, I always like to think about bombing with a B A L M, not the other bombing. Uh, and, uh, I, I guess that's like, they say picture, what, who do, who do you picture listening when you're, when you're recording the show? And I would say, well, what, at what point of the show do, uh, do you mean? Like, cause it's, during the intro, I'm picturing someone bombing their, their elbows. Uh, and it just, it just sounds, it seems so relaxing to me. Uh, but that's it, how the show starts. Uh, then we'll move on to something tonight, which is a little bit uh, new. Uh, well, you'll actually, you'll ideally sleep through it. And then uh, at the end, I'll kind of, I can talk about it, but, uh, it'll be very much like a trending Tuesday style episode where you can kind of get an idea of how I kind of build some random randomness into the show. Uh, but it'll also be really good to chill out and, and sleep too, if you wish, and then at the end, I've been trying to learn as I've been doing these live shows is how, how do you bring people back? Uh, how, how do you bring them back into the moment? So then I'll kind of explain and, and I'll, I'll go from uh, the bedtime story voice to a more conversational voice slowly to bring you back and just talk about uh, how we made tonight's show. And then if anybody has any questions or anything, you can let me know. So that's structurally what to expect if you... Um, if you don't listen to the podcast, uh, there's a couple other things. This, this is the only podcast and live performance you don't need to listen to. Uh, won't bother me. As long as you, you know, you, you, you could look, check your phone, but don't answer any calls. But other than that, like you can, uh, your eyes can kind of glaze over. You could fall asleep. You could be comfortable. You could be thinking about something else. And my voice could just be a little bit of a vibration in the air. Uh, but there's no required listening and you really won't miss out on much, especially because I'm recording this. You could say, well, I went to the live show. I know like there was some plants on the table. Scooter had some cards. He was futzing around for a while. Then he did the show. Then it ended. And so I, I think I enjoyed it. I, I, I really do. But it, it was pleasant. It was pleasant for a Wednesday. Uh, I could use I could use that on a Monday. Um but yeah, you could listen to the recorded version, so so don't fear FOMO. Uh, there's also you're under also under pressure to fall asleep. Uh, I'm going to be here for about an hour uh, to keep you company, to keep you kind of entertained, to take your mind off of the day, 
or, or whatever else is going on. Uh, but, but you can drift off if you wish. There's no pressure to fall asleep uh, either here or with the podcast in general. I'm more here to keep you company while you relax uh, or while you enjoy yourself or while you fall asleep. Uh, and I may have told this story before, but one of the things uh, – the, the, the reason I take that so seriously is when I first started the podcast uh, and, and I was a little bit more nervous and, and I was overcompensating for stuff, I, I would get I, I would get a little bit self-conscious and I would make jokes and I'd be like, oh, no one's probably listening to this. And this was very early on in the show, and it w- but it was like later in the episodes. And a few people emailed me and they said, you know what, I, I am listening. I, I am awake for that part. Uh, and it kind of keeps me awake you pointing out that i'm awake uh, and so ever since then I, it kind of was like a it was when i lost my way early on it was the perfect timing because i said oh wait no no i make the show to put people to sleep but i also make it for that point five percent of people that can't sleep uh, uh so either way i'll be here till the very end especially at a live show uh but but but, but in any case uh so I think that's it for the way the intro goes. Just the structure of the show. Um, no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. Um, I was trying to think of uh, a good metaphor for the podcast to, to talk about tonight. And, you know, it's a new year, and that's kind of probably something we should steer our way around. <coughs> There's the throat tickle. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of people try to think of, like, new, starting the new year off in a new way. And I was already kind of thinking about how I was going to start the new year off last year. And I've been trying to be more mindful. I don't know how many people kind of do any overthinking, uh, but I'm always like, oh, maybe I need to live more in the moment or find ways to be more in the moment. And one of the nice things about having a dog is uh, Koa has to get walked so she can uh, take care of her personal business. And... Uh, so I've been like, okay, let me try to be mindful when I'm walking the dog. Let me listen to the sounds uh, of the city or the sounds in the air. Let me look at the trees. Let me notice the leaves and maybe watch what cars are going by. Maybe wave at some people. Uh, but after a while, I started kind of getting, I, I noticed my, my brain bots that they adapt. <coughs> and so they, uh, they start saying, no, 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 let's start thinking about stuff now. So, so at first I would get, fall back into thought. And uh, I said, well, maybe I could try to come up with some advanced level mindfulness. Like what else could I be on the lookout for and, and try to notice? And so I said, well, TV antennas. I started to, to just monitor houses for TV antennas. And, and it's an interesting thing because there's still – a reasonable amount of buildings with TV antennas. So once upon a time, it, that's how people got TV was from these antennas on their roofs. And at some point the antennas got smaller and they'd be on top of the TVs or, or maybe I, I don't actually know the history of TV antennas, but they, they're up there on these buildings and they're actually, they're all different shapes. Uh, I, I haven't seen two of them that look the same. They're like these, they're a little bit like, a weather vane, not quite as cool as a weather vane, um, but they're pretty nice. They're, they're like these proud metallic birds up there. And so I've started like just trying to pay attention to TV antennas. And then if I've just like scoots, because I am scoots, uh, I start to fantasize. Imagine I was an anthropologist. I say, well, how many houses in this area? Is it one out of 30? 
Is it one out of 20? Um, do, another question came up. Uh, so I don't know if this is contradicting my mindfulness is like, do these things still work? Uh, because now over the air televisions, digital, and they said, well, what does that even mean? Like digital versus analog when it's coming over the air. So I don't know. I mean, I guess like if you put it on my wish list, I would like to live somewhere. I would like to test. I guess I would like to test these thoughts out. I guess you take my mindfulness to another level and be a, a antenna hobbyist or something. Um, but it is something when you're out there that can that's in reality, that's different than what's going on, at least for me in my mind, uh, that can pull your attention away. And it has these details you can really start to notice and appreciate. So maybe it's not TV antennas for you. Maybe it's just something else. But I really have found it, uh, it, at least for now, until my brain bots adjust because uh, they are so fluid and crafty, uh, I'm going to enjoy uh, these TV antennas. Uh, and that's what I hope the podcast in, in some sense can do for people is uh, just redirect your attention, like take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. As I always say, uh, uh, to, to something that has no stakes for you, that, 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 that's pleasant and, and, uh, and just over there and you say, well, it's kind of like a TV. I don't know what that TV antenna is doing or its current purpose, but it's not bad to look at. Like that would be sleep with me. Podcast that's not bad to look at, uh, uh, but I make the show because I know how it feels, and, and I work very hard, and I yearn and I strive uh, because I'm really ha happy to help you fall asleep. And I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. And uh, what do you say we keep this show a going? Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody for coming out today. It was really exciting uh, day. We're glad to have everybody here uh, on uh, behalf of uh, Sleep with Me Studios and uh, Sleep with Me Productions. We're really, really excited uh, uh, to have you here for the announcement of our fall slate of slow TV shows. We're going to be the first slow TV network. Uh, we're working on a different verbiage than slow TV, uh, but that's just what the media has chosen to use. Uh, and yeah, I'll be doing it. My name's uh, Alfred Scooter. As an employee, we do have to take on these names. The, the, the boss makes us take on these names. Uh, but I'm going to be doing my best to, to deliver this. You know, I, 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 it is a little bit. We did have a staff meeting about it. We said, well, we're trying to get all of these uh uh, the, the press and the media and the investors like excited about uh, this uh, TV launch this fall season. Shouldn't we do it in a more dynamic way? And uh, he, he makes us call him Mr. S Mr. Scooter said, no, go slowly, Alfred. And don't forget, it's Alfred Scooter. Uh, so, you know, I, I drew the short straw. So I'm here to present in and, 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 and now. You know, we do try to be like the podcast. We try to stay fluid and open to, uh, so we still have some notes coming in. Some of these projects aren't quite wrapped up totally, uh, but we are so, so th there's a lot of great things. Now, if you haven't heard of slow TV, it's probably for a good, good, good reason. It's uh, more of a, but it, it, until today, it's been just a buzzword. Uh, but now it is going to become a phenomenon. Uh, slow TV would be TV you just kind of watch. That is kind of like background noise for your vision where you could say, well, that's 
I, I guess he did say that the, he did create this quote. It's like a, a TV not worth watching. Uh, and uh, so we've been working very hard coming up with uh, this false slate. And I have it here. I have the notes. Um, so let's see. The first show we have coming out is, uh, oh, this is an exciting one. This is an exciting one. Let me just check what his notes here. It's called uh, Strawberry Fields Forever. So I want you to picture a strawberry field running endlessly. And then I want you to picture, you know, some of the, you know, some of the celebrities we have are real, like current celebrities and then other celebrities we have uh, lined up our uh, celebrities were recreating. So the, picture someone like Tom Seaver. He's a, a famous uh, baseball player uh, running through a field of strawberries. You know, strawberries are at his, at his ankles, his hair's flowing, and he's moving slowly across the screen. And it's just one long tracking shot of Tom Seaver running through strawberry fields for it's really only an hour but forever and you know there's to the doubters who say well how many episodes of a strawberry field based tv show we say that's the title of the show we also have plans for mountain fields it'll still be strawberry fields forever but you could picture someone else uh, running through a field of mountains maybe Wee herman uh, you know, wheat fields. We we did say cornfields are no, just not good for the vision. But that image of Tom Seaver slowly going across the screen. That's our. That's what we have. Our first show on the slate. Now our second show is a show we're calling Haley's Comet, and it, we we do have to kind of t- talk with our legal team about acquiring the rights to that show, uh, to to the title. Well, we, it's not that different. A lot of the shows are in the similar genre of slow TV. It, it, we're working with animators and with uh, some other teams. Uh, it, it, you know, the, there's this famous uh, Haley's Comet's the most famous, and it's a little bit far away. We would like to have real time feeds of just comets moving. There's the famous Chinchilla Comet, also known as QP47GT, ZB4744, QBC5. And that one will be in our atmosphere for the next 14 years. And, And so we figure we could have a tracking shot of that. And then as our budgets grow, you know, we could work with the space agencies to get closer up shots of these Comets just moving across the sky. You know, maybe then we could have a tail cam where you could just be watching the tail of the comets. So, so that is a, another show we're very, very, very excited about. Uh, but this one is, uh, this one, you know, buckle up your sleepy seats. This show we're calling MoMA Dance and that's capital O, capital M, capital A, MoMA Dance. We're going to take two wonderful things, uh, dancing and museums, and put them together. So we'll have, we already have a deal set up with MoMA, and we'll have people just dancing through the museum. And we're thinking about 
uh, you know, the, the music and how to make the music soothing. We've talked to, uh, uh, Queen Latifah. She's, she's signed on to be a part of the pilot episode. And we're, we're trying to get an idea of what her favorite paintings are, what art means to her. We're working with choreographers. So just imagine that uh, in, on your screen, you're lying on your couch. You've had a long week. You don't want to absorb anything. And you turn on your TV and there's Queen Latifah full of joy with art in the background and she's dancing across your screen. And that'll be called MoMA Dance. And yes, we will like work, look with other museums. Maybe we'll keep it as MoMA Dance or maybe we could have Exploratorium Dance. I, I don't know if that's quite as catchy. Uh, the next show we're really excited to talk to you about uh, tonight is uh, a show we call Breath and Birding. And uh, it, it's a close-up show and it's a... Uh, it's uh, takes birding uh, and bird watching and brings you in even closer. So instead of having a shot of a flock of birds or a tree, we'll have it zoomed in just on the bird's chest or just on the head of the bird. Uh, so close you could see, I mean, breath and birding so close you could see the bird breathe. We're also uh, talking about... Um, the gymnastics of birds, you know, the, that uh, if we can get that on the camera, uh, it, we're working with the, 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 the gymnasts uh, that are, you know, trying out for the current, uh, the next stage of the Olympics and what they could learn from these close-up shots of birds and the movements of birds, uh, but very, very close, very, very soothing. Um it was, it's a high pressure job. I can't, I can't, uh, with, with working with Scooter, just, uh, I've, I've just got this cough. I can't, I can't lose it with, uh, being, having to call myself Alfred Scooter. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm so pleased to tell you about our next show. Uh, it's called Funky Pups. And it's a really, a show we're really excited about. We don't quite have, Scooter, sometimes he comes up with titles of shows. And he doesn't exactly know what it is. So we said, is this going to be like one of those cartoons with puppies, uh, like cartoon puppies that are funky? And he said, well, I, I, he goes, what about just puppies with funk music? And we said, well, it's supposed to be slow TV scooter. Like we got to we got to slow it down. And then he said, well, what about quirky puppies? And then I said, well, this is obviously he's projecting out himself onto these poor puppies. Uh, and he's, I said, well, what do you see when you see funky puppies? And he said, uh, just puppies kind of crawling on one another and, and, and doing that. Uh, and I said, well, what if we, we've got a lot of shows on the slate so far that are just things happening? Uh, what if it was something like what if this was a more structured show, like uh, the puppies were in a funk band? And when people are feeling down, uh, they, they show up and they, they cheer people up. And he said, well, would they be quirky puppies? And we said, we could we could hire a writer to do that. So that might be, it could be like Puppy Bowl, but with funk music reimagined to be slow. Uh, I guess it could be bump. Bum, 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 you know, but we'll, we'll work with Scooter. Uh, this down this next show, 
Holy moly. It's called Mounds. And it's it's something again. Wow. Like, uh, I mean, we sometimes we wonder where he comes up with this stuff. Uh, it's basically mounds of things uh, and people piling things. Uh, now, things that would be interesting. So picture a pile of uh, something like uh, Oreos and then picture someone putting Oreos into a mound, Oreo by Oreo, uh, Oreo after Oreo. So they say, well, that's a pile of Oreos. And then if you brought a kid from a school and you said, was that a, no, that's a mound of Oreos. Holy cow, could I slide down? No, these mounds are for slow TV. They're not for sliding. Uh, they're there to appreciate. And uh, that would be it. Now, we do think that the assembly of the mound, the building of the mound, will be an essential part of the show because there's just something soothing, whether it's a mound of leaves or a mound of T-shirts or a mound of cookies uh, slowly building up. Uh, uh, that could be the whole episode. Uh, really something uh uh, we're, we're just, uh, the, the sleep scientists, they, well, they doubt everything Scooter does, but, uh, next show we've got on the, on the slate here this fall, uh, coming this fall, we're thinking Thursday nights will be foam, F-O-A-M. Uh, you know, there's nothing sleepier than foam. And we do here at, uh, uh, Sleep With Me Studios consider shaving cream to be foam, even though it's called shaving cream. And this would be basically uh, uh, something where we take foam, we, we kind of just create a lot of it, and we watch it go from the foam at the start of the hour to the foam at the end of the hour. So it could be a tub of foam. It could be, well, it could be a mound of foam. Maybe we could do that as a crossover event. Uh, and now this is one of the shows we're excited to work like to to work in you know to grow the show we've kind of thought about different avenues and one of the things is with the stem and schools and getting them involved with the tangible things so we'd like to bring us we don't actually have any like a curriculum designed but we think that you know what kids love is foam they love touching foam they love spraying foam. They love building foam. Uh, so we're, we're, we're really excited. That could be maybe for our daytime show is watching kids play with foam or play in foam. Uh, but we also think there's a market for adults that's just foam, just foam, one hour of foam. No, no doubt about it. Very tangible show. Uh this one, uh, you know, the staff and I have tried to decipher this, but, but it's uh, the title of the show is R-O-G-G-A-E. I think Scooter says it's Roguet or Roger. And I guess this is one where he came up with the title and then the TV show after. it. it uh, the title of the show, so Roger, uh, but Scooter says he wants it to be a show with either echoes or yodeling, uh, just an hour of echoes or yodeling. Uh, he, he thinks picturesque yodeling or, uh, again, objects and close-ups of things echoing, like uh, echoing in tubes. Uh, this was actually like one of his better ideas. He says, what if you had sheep in a mountain, uh, but near an echoey part of the mountain, and a yodeler was counting the sheep. Uh, and and uh, we said, okay, but wh why are you calling it Roger then? Like, uh, why don't you call it yodeling and echoes? So he said, trust me, trust me. 
the next show we have coming up is called uh, Squirming Coil. And uh, it basically, uh, it, this is the, like it's going to be close-ups of uh, animals and animal tails. Uh, Scooter first thought of it when he was looking at a pig's tail and how it was squirming. And he said, uh, he said that that was actually when he first hired me. I said, what it, wait, what are you, you're going to make a, you're going to make TV shows to put people to sleep. And he said, kind of TV shows you watch as you fall asleep, like the podcast. And I said, but the podcast is something you listen to. And I said, well, what would you watch to put, put people to sleep? And he said, look at that, look at that pig's tail. It's just squirming there. And uh, I guess he has a, the ability to just focus on, on, on interesting things. But once he put it in my mind, I did think that uh, I, I've watched myself a lot of horse tails. And I really do find a, watching a horse tail waving, even when there's flies there and it's flickering back and forth. Uh, I do find that motion very, very soothing. The way it swings, uh, and and then a camel, another another animal. I think it was a camel. I could only see the animal's rump and its tail. So I'm just, I guess I'm just guessing. Uh, it was very a camel's tail. If that's what I was looking at, was just swinging a little bit like a pendulum. Uh, so that's a show we're very, very excited about. Again, this is another show we're looking at coming up here as a family show, you know, that you could all gather around the TV, not not to watch it together, uh, but to soak it in. And it's now I can't do this because I'm required to do this presentation in a calm manner. But the title of the show is the kids would all say this at once down with blank. Uh, so the title of the show is Down With Dot Dot Dot. And uh, it's kind of like uh, like they pick something e- each week, uh, like something like, uh, I guess this one would be for the SAT crowd, uh, Didymus, uh, D-I-D-Y-M-U-S. Uh, and they would say, the kids would say, Down With Didymus. And that would be good because there's a little bit of alliteration there. And then the show would go on to espouse all of the wonderful things about uh, twins and and, and twin-like images and maybe go into the mythology of it. And uh, uh, it it could be other stuff. It could be... uh, you know, we could go for a younger demographic and say down with twins. Uh, and some of the staff, they said, well, that doesn't down with sound negative. And we said, not when kids are cheering. Uh, you say, are you down with cleaning up your garbage? You know, so it's a show just about being excited about things that people aren't necessarily excited about. Uh and watching that, uh, you know, 30 minutes of uh, watching images of uh, twins walking. There was, there was just a documentary about triplets that didn't know each other. So, uh, But we would do it without the sound, without the story, just be twins walking. Twins walking, holding hands. Like, that's a soothing television. Next show is uh, another one, really. It's called All of These Dreams. Uh, and this is again. This I guess would be our family, our family block here. 
this is really about dreams as far as your career, as far as what kids want to do when they grow up. Uh, we would take someone with a like a, a hobby and think, do they want to do that hobby for a career? Uh, like an example... I guess it, it, we were still thinking of this from, I still have like Tom Seaver running through my head in that strawberry field. We'd say, uh, all of these dreams, uh, and we would, if someone said, well, my dream is baseball. And we'd say, your dream is to be a baseball. We would go and we would say, okay, well, here's how a base, actually, here's, you're a human. A baseball is made up of a composite of materials, uh, uh, but if we have the budget again, and that's why we're asking, you know, some of you are here with uh, to, to write some big checks today, uh, we could figure out a way, you know, if we brainstorm enough uh, to say, well, if your dream is to be a baseball, maybe we could kind of create something where you could uh, uh, be a baseball. Uh, but it could also be someone that says, you know what, I... I uh, I love model trains. I'd like to ride a model train and we could work with, uh, you know, the former team at Mythbusters or something to see if we could build a model train that that person kind of like making dreams come true, but dreams that are a little bit instead of extraordinary dreams that are extraordinary. Uh, so it, yeah, it's it's something where kids can be, you know, really one of the goals of uh, slow TV. It's not just to take people's minds off of stuff. It's to refocus their minds. Uh, you know, we're worried about Scooter's worried about competitors and coming up with the ideas. I'm not afraid to share his secrets. Uh, it's just really about fostering. Uh, a little bit of joy and saying, well, geez, what do you dream about? Maybe you do dream about being a baseball. Let's say yes. And let's see what happens. Uh, and somehow that also helps people, <laughs> helps people relax. Uh, of course, uh, this show, I mean, I don't want to, um, assume what's going to be our biggest hits, uh, but this show, again, it's a mashup of two things that are popular, two things that are relaxing, uh, but two things that are not always relaxing in the name of the show is split open and melt. And we're going to take unboxing videos and melting videos. Uh, so basically, let me see Scooter's notes here because I don't quite uh, understand that. Like, uh, it, it's a brilliant show, of course. Uh, that's what he wanted me to say. Uh, it, it's a brilliant idea. It's basically taking an egg and let's say that egg had within it a, a piece of wax and you'd crack the wax open, and then the, 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 the hard wax would drop down. We would have a nice ceramic surface there, and you'd sit there, and you'd watch the wax slowly melt. And we'll, we'll, we'll do some idea testing on this, because I really think it would take a second crack of, uh, uh, the, you know, with another color to watch it slowly melt, watch the colors run together, Maybe it's like a nice big circle. It's raised in the middle. So the wax is slowly running towards the edges. Maybe it's like a yellow and an orange mixing together. And you can just see where the, the colors are touching one another. There's also the idea of, uh, you know, using what else could you open up and melt uh, so I, I don't know. I, I just really think uh, with the success of unboxing videos, maybe a Kinder Egg 
uh, I guess a Kinder Egg would melt and then it wouldn't melt. Uh, so maybe we could take a toy and put a Kinder Egg inside the toy and then have some wax inside the Kinder Egg. But that, that, that's a show I just think, I don't know, and I, maybe it's just me. I find uh, melting wax uh, very, very soothing. Uh, this next show, uh, this is, oh, it's so such a joy to work for uh, Sleep With Me Industries. Um, this show is called Strawberry Letter 23. I think Scooter really likes that song. And his his notes say, smell a vision. Uh, it, it'll be an educational show uh, about letters and numbers. So I think in the vein of Sesame Street, like a Sesame Street segment, uh, th- that would be like normally one or two minutes stretched out to an hour show. Uh, so it'd be letters and numbers made with scented markers on big cards. Uh, let me just see what other notes he has for me here. Boisterous. Uh, like so boisterous smells like uh, so you'd have a child. Uh, I guess that was his pitch was like a child holding the number 23 and a big card and saying, you know, the the voice, just like on Sesame Street, that says, what number are you holding? And then the kid with all this pride looks down and says, 23 or 23. And then the the kid's there just oozing with, with joy and the camera's there and the scent of the markers. Now, the kids don't know about the scent of markers ahead of time. These would be strawberry scented markers, I guess, in the in the pilot episode. And so then the kid would say or we would ask, do you smell anything? Uh, So I guess that's I guess that's a show teaching letters and numbers uh, and adding scented markers in. So it could work. It could work. I think that's one of Scooter's uh, pet projects. Uh, This next one. Oh, boy. Like. uh, if you thought we were only going to have one bird-based show, you were wrong, because this show is called Birds of a Feather. And uh, it's actually a show more about feathers than birds, uh, and it'll be basically feather, feathers floating, uh, uh, feathers floating down. We'll try to uh, create situations, whether it's with height or wind, where we can actually capture the descent of feathers uh, over an hour. We, I mean, we may have to use some, you know, uh, special frame rates and stuff. We also, you know, so, some of the team is very fact-based. Uh, so, so they're saying, well, well can we use, uh, uh, another layer to teach the kids? Like, why does this feather descend at a different rate than that feather? Uh, what's the speed of, uh, the, the feather that, uh, that that's going down, but it, but it is when you think about soothing television, the slow descent of feather, and and maybe teaching kids lessons of the importance of diversity of feathers, and using it as a metaphor is another teaching tool. The scooter also wanted to make sure that one of the uh, Wil Wilbur he, he sent a note. So I said, what is that? Hey, that reminds me of Wilbur from uh, uh, Charlotte's Web. Uh, so maybe that there'll be, maybe Wilbur, I mean, maybe we could get the rights to have Wilbur from Charlotte's web, uh, do the voiceover and say, well, this is a Raven's feather slowly flicking down. Now it's changing. It's, it's, uh, whatever the thing you dip in the ink is, is descending now. Now it's flipping. 
maybe a bird with a more poofy feather. Its feather travels in a different way. And that'll be called Birds of a Feather. Uh, this next one is, again, an aspirational show, a family show, and a, f- a show about uh, uh, taking a frown and turning it upside down, taking a defeat or a disappointment and uh, making something positive about it. It's called I, it's called I Always Wanted It That Way. And uh, let's see what Scooter's notes say here. Uh, so you picture like um, someone that's always loved doing embroidery. And they've been embroidering all their lives. It's been bringing them a lot of joy. And then they have an event in their life where uh, something changes with their relationship with embroidery. And we, we, you know, we'll do a casting call and we'll work very hard. And then we'll sit down with that person and say, well, what happened? Like, what way did you want it to be with embroidery? Tell us. Uh, and, and then we'll create a story. I don't know if Scooter's note on embroidery is actually the best for a, uh, uh, well, no, no, maybe, oh, this, this is what we could do with that one. And uh, maybe I should be running this network. Uh, what we would do for this one is we would take the person, we would hear their story. We would work with them on a healing journey from whatever happened with their embroidery. Meanwhile, we would have a team of embroiderers embroidering the story and the camera could slowly pan uh, towards the end of the episode as we're interviewing the person across their tale of uh, embroidery woe and then the return to embroidery embroidered for them. And then maybe we could say in a gimmicky way, you know, the embroidery's not yet finished. It's here for you to finish. And they could finish the last knots uh, and tie it up with a little bow for us. Uh, and then ideally they would look at the camera and say, I always wanted it that way. Uh, Scooter also, uh, he was big with uh, this down with. So, so he also wants to do a show called Are You Down With? Uh, which uh, would be a show promoting hobbies. Uh a hobby like crocheting. So I guess this is our um, our uh, tactile uh, working with fabrics thing. So it would someone the kids would again say, "Are you down with crocheting?" And then we would proceed for an hour. And we're thinking this would be a montage, no talking, only kids cheering occasionally, of uh, glamorizing crocheting like it's never been glamorized before you know like really so that kids are like whole i gotta get myself uh, my hands on uh those needles i gotta get i gotta get crocheting or if that's knitting or those hooks whatever it is uh so we would see it but you'd also see the close-ups you know as we we kind of fixate on that on slow tv of just the relaxing movement of the hands the fabric, you know, another touchstone of the network is going to be the deep detail. So we'll be looking at all of these shows for not only maximizing whatever the 4K stuff, but uh, really like looking at things that you look at the color and the longer you stay with it, the longer you soak it in, you start to say, Oh, wait, I thought that was red. No, it's more of a wine. No, it's more of a red. And then there's a separate string of 
black and then there's a string of gray in there and then there's a thing of maroon and uh, I guess we would lead the kids on a journey to where at the end uh, we maybe we could even direct them to crocheting resources and then again and we would say we'd have the kids cheer are you down with crochet uh, so something we're excited about. It's, it's exciting. Uh, you know, it could be I- I- any other hobby or any other pastime. Uh, and then, you know, when it comes time to keeping, you know, the, any, any groups that, that might need our help, that might need some extra coverage, you know, we could use the episodes, not in a propaganda way, but to really like uh, to bring some positivity uh, to, to something that might have to be done. Like, are you down with coastal cleanup day? Uh, and, and then just glamorize, you know, actually cleaning your environment and making it a nice place to like live and be sustainable. Uh, so we do have some pretty crazy ideas here at the network. Um, the next show scooters working on is called shine a light. And this one has, I guess this is his first subtitled show, as big as he is on subtitles. Uh, it's called China Light. That'll be the name of the show on Something Nice. Uh, and we do have a celebrity we we wish we could have uh, doing the show, Rip Torn. We would really love to have Rip Torn as, you know, we, we uh, it would be a dream to hear out of the his creaky dulcet tones say, shine a light. On something nice. And basically what we would do with that show is just uh, take something nice and shine a light on it. Uh, Like uh, Catherine the Great, uh, like uh, all we would take an episode and we would shine a light on every good thing Catherine the Great did. Uh, Every nice thing. We would even go to historians and say, well, one time she gave uh, her handkerchief to someone. Another time, she said hello to someone that wasn't wasn't in the royal class. Uh, uh, You you know, it it really is about shining a light on something nice. And uh, thinking about, uh, you know, the, the, the spotlight and putting it on maybe at the end of each episode, some small step of action that that viewers could take whether they're children or adults uh uh like you know something nice is because we again think that uh we really want this show to appeal to every i mean the whole network to appeal to everyone but uh the more cute stuff you could have the better you're gonna feel especially if you're lying on like uh we don't want to encourage lying about all day long, but it, we we want you to feel good about it. Had sleep with me television, so uh, that was that's shine a light on something nice. This is another show coming. Whew, this is one I'm really excited about, uh, and this does come from the mind of Scooter. It's something. I mean, when I saw plotted out my career, you know, student loans, uh, going to school. Working hard, I said I want to be in te- television. And then I said, "Mom, Dad, I got myself a job in television." Uh, and they said, "Well, what kind? Of, what what network?" And I said, "Well, one that's being created inside the imagination of somebody." Uh, and they said, "Wow, that sounds like you." Uh, this is what I was. Uh, this is what I was in for. This show is called Peaches 
and regalia. And uh, it's basically a slow TV show about ripe fruit. Uh, and I know, like, uh, it's going to be sustainable. So we're going to have a composting element. We're going to have an element uh, where this is, you know, maybe bruised fruit that didn't make it to market. We're going to have a little bit of thing, but it'll mostly be uh, in a safe, uh, clean environment. Uh, kids and adults doing stuff with, you know, like peaches between your toes, like Scooter used to say, a, a whole tub of ripe peaches and you just, it was sun warmed peaches between the toes. I mean, we, we, we don't think we're going to be showing a lot of feet on the network because we know some people object to feet. Uh, but you could picture yourself like with a warm, ripe peach, squeezing it in your hand and the, the the feeling of that warm peach in the juice. And you know you're in a place where, you know, you don't got to go to a business meeting later. So peach juice uh, dripping, you know, you've got a hose nearby. And we just think that it's really something that'll play well. And again, we could do it with other fruit. We could do it with grapes. Uh, we could do, do we, we'd never got to a consensus on this if tomatoes are fruit or a vegetable, but we think tomatoes, definitely stone fruits, bananas, uh, again, like the bananas that people don't give credit to. And again, thinking about, well, what are we going to do with this fruit? We're going to put it back into the, these compost. And then we could use that as a pile for mound. Uh, well, here's a pile of ripe fruit. This is our compost pile. So that's a, that's a show that's interesting. And again, I think it may be, uh, Again, when we're thinking about other revenue streams, as I know some people will object to how we're going to monetize this network, is uh, that could be an experiential opportunity we could sell. You know, do you want to come on down to the studio? Do you want to put your feet in our tub of warm, ripe peaches? Yes, sure. It's a, that's an experience that's available. You know, uh, we could also do uh, field trips and things like that. So. That's a that's a show that again, when I plotted out my life, I said there will be. Now this, uh, when when you think about uh, working with the sleep with me, uh, sometimes there's ideas that just make sense, and this is one that just makes sense. It's called Cities, and uh, it's basically taking drones and having them moving in slow motion in cities. And uh, maybe we do a whole season of one city, like an hour of a drone uh, circling one of the great cathedrals. And then later it's like uh, an hour of the drone uh, circling London Bridge uh, or the Tower Bridge uh, or Parliament, big an hour of Big Ben where you could even watch the clock turning with the drone just slowly circling it. So it'd be like a travel show that, you know, only it doesn't go very far in an hour, you know, it just barely moves. Uh, and uh, Scooter does want us to look at again using... Um, some some celebrities, so we've been talking uh, to 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 some of the people that with we were trying to get some of Bob Dylan's uh, poetry and lyrics. Uh, I don't think we could get any Bob Dylan vocals, but something soothing to be going on, like uh, or famous poetry about the object being uh, being shown. Uh, 
you know, uh, it could be stuff like, uh, it could be poems like, uh, about, uh, you know, Daniel, uh, uh, like Elton John. I don't know what, what's Elton John's favorite monument. We could get a slow motion drone of that, uh, and, and really soak it in. So that's a cities. And then the last show on the slate for this fall, I believe is, uh, a show or we're really, you know, we wanted to end on a nice note. It's called My Sweet One, and it's it's going to be a cooking show. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of cooking shows now. They've become more and more popular. There's baking shows. There's cooking comedy shows. There's, you know, cooking competition shows. And we've decided we're going to try to create a cooking show Uh that uh, captures people's essences. So, for example, not their favorite food, but let's say, you know, we bring in little Janine and her her Aunt Pearl is her favorite person. And we say, okay, we want to bake something. We want to cook a sweet that captures the essence of Aunt Pearl. Could Could you tell us some things about Aunt Pearl? And she would say, well, she's slimy. And say okay, okay, that's helpful. What what does Aunt Pearl like to do? She she likes to shoot off model rockets. Okay, and uh, who you know who who when when you think of uh, uh, well known figures in Aunt Pearl, uh, if if she if there was like one of those things where you upload your Aunt Pearl's picture and it picks out what celebrity she looks like, who who would come up? And she said the Buddha, and we say oh, okay, so we have the Buddha slimy and model rockets and we would start to design a suite that uh, somehow captures that in its essence and we'd say you know we'd have probably a team of chefs and stuff but we say okay well there's those rocket pops right those are uh, a kind of popsicle so that could be a starting point a rocket pop or they, they do call them bomb pops so we say, okay, now how do we get, so that's the rocket part. And, and it, okay, we could actually add some um, gelatin. So it would not just be, it would look like a popsicle, but it would be made of jello. So it'd be like a little bit of a jello jiggler. So at a distance, it would look slimy. But obviously in the, you know, for my sweet one, we don't want anything, we want essence of slimy, not actual slime. And then we would say, okay, Buddha. Now, we would say, so she's a bit like the Buddha. Uh, we would say, okay. So we say, okay. There was a lot of ways we could go with that. You know, we could go with uh, the teachings of the Buddha, or we could go with the Bodhi tree. And we could say, okay, what is an ingredient from the Bodhi tree that we can in, in, in put into this pops rocket pop uh made of gelatin that looks slimy. Uh, and also then with this particular, this would be a great one because we could also do 15 minutes of just her holding that popsicle as it jiggles, it stays upright. And uh, and that is really our goal with our fall launch is to uh, be watching something. Some people are getting this evocative thing of Aunt Pearl. Some people are just feeling as calm as the Buddha as they watch this jiggling bomb pop uh, in front of them. 
but that's our fall launch. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, continuing to put you to sleep, to pushing new frontiers uh, with this uh, Sleep With Me TV. Thank you for coming by. Uh, so now is like, if anybody has to clap, you could just clap like this. Um, and I don't I'll look around the room to see how, and I know people are relaxed. So, um, I hope you enjoyed that and I'll slowly change my tone. Um, so that's kind of, uh, a little bit of how I make most of the live shows that I've done have been like, uh, either old shows or shows I've like rewritten a bunch of times, but as I've kind of gotten more comfortable with this uh, format, I say, okay, well, what other things do we do with the podcast that uh, we could actually do with the live show and also make it, even though your job, you're kind of just here to relax is like a little bit more audience centric. Um, and like one of the things I do on the Tuesday style shows is like uh, when it, when I'm, I find to have like some randomness. It, it, it helps me uh, keep like tangents going, but being able to change tangents before the first tangent peters out. Um, so it's like as one tangents petering off, if I have a random thing, like I, I used to do the trends on Twitter, I could change to another trend and it might change the story I'm telling or to just give the story just enough that it doesn't totally tail off into nowhere. Um, and, and also just helps me from overthinking, like, cause, uh, I think a lot of things like that keep the podcast in the moment when I'm telling it is like me kind of accepting the story swap or wherever the story is coming from, or if it's my imagination instead of like trying to control it. And so me having a little bit less control, uh, helps kind of keep stuff fresh. And plus it's just interesting to see what people put. Uh, uh, so basically like how I built this show was like, uh, I took, um, I had that idea of like, okay, we could pitch these TV show, like a TV shows. Like, and then I used, uh, uh, a set list from fish from a show they did because they have like 2000 different songs. So I was like, okay, like their song titles are pretty quirky. Um, and then I used the suggestions to kind of um, give the each show a little bit of juice. Um, and that's kind of, that's a little bit of how some Tuesday shows come together. Uh, and it's like fun for me because it's like I never know what's <laughs> what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's it. I'm, thank you everybody for submitting... Um, Things. If anybody wants their cards that they submitted, I'm happy to give them to you. I have stickers. Um, I have the show. And then if anybody has any questions at all, like uh, while we're here, I'm happy to answer any questions about anything.